The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Hey, are you a jock that likes comics? Are you a nerd that likes comics? Do you feel left out sometimes? Well, then we've got the show for you. I'm Imran. And I'm Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we host the Jock and Nerd podcast at jockandnerd.com. If you're looking for fun, entertaining, laugh-out-loud geek chat over all the latest Marvel DC shows and news, visit jockandnerd.com. Full spoiler podcast, lots of swearing. Uh, you're such a jock. You're such a nerd. Oh, come on. Shut up, nerd. Okay. This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek and myself, Mike. How's it going? All right. It's been a long week, even though it was technically a short week because of President's Day. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, Except here with my daughter's school, we don't celebrate President's Day. She's not off for President's Day. She's off for Rodeo Day. Rodeo Day. Rodeo Day. It <laughs> goes back to long history of this county that we live in here in Florida. So it was a big cattle con- uh, big cattle county back in the day, and uh, Rodeo Day was a big thing here. So it was like the whole city shut down, or, or the whole county was shut down for Rodeo Day. <laughs> so very weird. Interesting. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Didn't realize it until she started school that, hey, we're shut down for Rodeo Day. I'm like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> um, before we get any further, check out the homepage, webegeeks.net, if you don't know. Um, and we have the website actually caught up, except for the guest. I can't get that caught up, but all the episodes are there. <laughs> Go figure on that one, right? Um, finally caught up, which means when I say go check out the website, you could check it all out. I think the the images I've picked for the episode art on the site are pretty cool. And you're going, how how have I been getting new episodes if the site hasn't been caught up? Because the feed is on 
the podcast collective site. It's no longer the Weeby Geeks network. If you hear the tag at the beginning of the show, the Weeby Geeks podcast collective. I want to be different. I want us to be different than other networks because we're more of a collective. I want to have more fun that way. So I think that works, doesn't it? So yeah, it's podcast collective, not network, just because we're different than everyone else. Yay. Um, so yeah, support our support our affiliates. Also to support our partner over at heroesandvillains.com. Or the website is heroesvillains.com. Click on the link. Use the code WeBeGeeks for 15% off your first purchase. Uh, also to you, uh, there's found me. Which again, use the code WeBeGeeks, all one word, 15% off your own per- for your first purchase uh, for Bluetooth trackers, um, which they're still pretty cool. Uh, check out our web store where you could get that Black Series Wookiee Radio hat, but you could get some really cool Weeby Geeks merch as well. Um, especially since like here in Florida, it's getting cold again. Must be a marathon weekend here in Orlando or half marathon weekend. Now <laughs> um, yeah, the cold time <laughs> temperatures have dropped. We were like in the upper seventies yesterday. Today our high was fifty two with a wind chill. It got up to like fifty two, fifty five, but the wind chill kept it close to the forties, upper forties. Because we have <laughs> some very extreme winds, and the winds we're getting around here right now are very nippy. I mean, they, they've got a bite to them. I know you're laughing at me being uh, in New England. Yeah, today it was nine degrees. You could keep it. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no offense. Uh-huh. Um, so, um, so yeah, check out that stuff as well. But I got to talk about we, we've talked. You and I have talked about bitty boomers. I think we talked about them over on Wookie Radio for show one time um, about how cool they were, how cool they looked, didn't we? Mm, I think so. Yeah. I know we haven't talked about them on air yet, um, but guess what I got in the mail yesterday? You got one? I is that Iron Man? This is... Yeah, there's a glare on Oh, let me solve that glare, shall I? Shall we? <laughs> I have... Isn't it? I have all four Marvel and all three Star Wars, and they announced yesterday there's going to be a fourth Star Wars, and I bet you you can't guess what it is. Mm, uh, Jabba the Hutt? Uh, no. The Dianaga? <laughs> that would be very cool, but no. Um, let me guess something from Mandalorian. Uh, no, something from the Mandalorian. Oh, wait, that's what you said. <laughs> The child is coming as a Biddy Boomer. Go to their website, mm-hmm. BiddyBoomers.com. You'll see it and click Star Wars. You'll see a picture of it. It's cute. And they have them for football, baseball, hockey, Fortnite, Nickelodeon, Turtles, SpongeBob, uh, I said Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, which the Disney options at the moment is Olaf or a troll from Frozen. <laughs> Um, I think that's it. So uh, that, that covers most of them. But no, these things are, I, I've tested one, but my, I literally got my phone to half volume and this thing fills up a room pretty good. It's a little, oh, nice. it's a little three watt speaker, which is pretty decent for Bluetooth. Mm. And this thing has got some kick to it. It really does. And you <laughs> could, and you could apparently pair two of them together for stereo sound. Hmm. Which is pretty awesome as well. 20 bucks. They could fit in your pocket. You could hang them off your backpack, hang them off whatever. I've seen pictures where people hang them, hung them off their bikes or off their scooters while they were riding little push scooters for kids. And they could play their music while they're riding around. It's pretty killer, man. <laughs> and we are actually working with them in regards to, get on there. oh, that's part of the design. Uh, working with them about potential contest where we may be giving, Ooh. I don't know if it's going to be one per show or just one in general. Um, that's what we're working out, but we're going to do a Twitter contest 
So uh, we're still trying to figure out what that contest will be. Um, I think we figured out over on Wookiee Radio, probably going to do a uh, trivia giveaway. So as Ken pointed out, we have enough shows. Oh, no, I think I may go back and have to listen to when I was at Galaxy's Edge and see what bits of trivia I could pull out of that, <laughs> out of that episode. Unless we go and pull something out of uh, the Emily Swallow interview. Yeah, maybe. Or pull something. That might be an idea. Or pull three-part question. One question. Here we go. One of the questions for Wookiee Radio will be how many of our guests between Emily, Dominic, and Molly, who you're going to hear her interview this week. Molly was a stunt woman who who was a stunt woman Jawa. How many saw Baby Yoda on set? Very good question. Are you crashing again over there? So so to repeat, I think the question for Wookiee, one of the questions for Wookiee Radio, I think we're going to do three questions, maybe two or three questions. Between Molly, Dominic, and Emily, how many saw Baby Yoda on set? Hmm. Because the answers are in those episodes. Very true. So... I mean, I know we could just give one of these away and make it easy, but come on, gotta have some fun with it. Exactly. It, it wouldn't be right to just go answer, oh, put, I want to win to be entered. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, we may even just make that the only question for Wookie Radio. Hmm. And we choose from the from the most correct answers. Get it wrong. Thank you. But get it right. Hey, you have a chance to win. And I'm also working on something else as well. So but no, these things are 20 bucks. So worth it. I mean, they come with a well, they come with a charge cable, micro okay. USB, and then it's wrapped around. And then what you see wrapped around the little lanyard that you run through it. So you could clip it to your backpack or whatnot. Oh, nice. So I mean, pretty cool. These these things are ingenious, and we are going to be getting the designer on the show uh, here within the next month to talk about these and talk about, and, and maybe even talk some geek with them. We can come up with some cool. other ideas for them to pursue licenses for or character options for for future future characters. Because like with Star Wars, they have Vader, Stormtrooper, and Chewie. Love to see Boba Fett or the Mandalorian mm. or even yeah. Jango Fett and they could do the whole Mandalore line. Um, R2 would be pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. My only thing is I wouldn't want a white one because of how dirty it could get quickly unless oh, yeah. unless they yeah. made it a dirty R2 already. Mm. Um, or Marvel. They got Cap, Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, and uh, Thor. Love to see Hulk. Uh, yeah. I know because of Zoe, Spider-Gwen would be cool. Mm. And they could do the extensions to make it look like her hood's coming forward. Although, again, the white problem. <laughs> yeah, but she's a combination of white and black with the pink. Mm, true. So, yeah. Um, Thanos, maybe? Oh, yeah. Thanos would make a be cool. really cool. Ultron would make a pretty cool one, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Black Panther would be cool. Yeah. Especially since they've already got some with cat ears mm. or dog ears. That, that would work. Um, what's another good one? Uh, well, since they've done Iron Man, use the same mold and do a War Machine or Iron Patriot. Sure. Uh, they could do a Venom one. Black Widow. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would love to see them do a whole like Batman series. On yeah, because, that'd be cool. On because I want Riddler. <laughs> but Joker would look pretty cool as well. Like almost use the same hair from uh from the Chewbacca one for Riddler. <laughs> uh, see, I'm thinking how they could reuse molds. Um, but no, these things are really cool. Um, I'm I'm going to be doing a video probably on Monday when I'm off to figure all this out. They say you compare two together. I 
want to see if I could get more than two paired together. Yeah, I was wondering that. Because I, well, I've got seven of them. Uh, I have Cap. I, I have all the Star Wars because Baby Yoda's not, a, or the child's not available yet. It's pre-order. Uh, so I've got the three Star Wars and I've got the four Marvel. And the wife's already thinking about taking one to work, to use at work, go back and forth for work. Um, Zoe's already talking about using one in her room because uh, the Bluetooth speaker I got for her from Five Below is kind of acting up. And that's the other thing I want to check with them is how well will these hold up if I use it while it's plugged in on a charge cable? Because for her room, I'd oh. be... I'd be leaving it plugged. I'd be leaving it plugged in all the time on the charge cable mm. for her room. Um, and if they say there could be an issue, then I'm like, okay, cool. Then I'm going to buy another one just for the purpose of let's run it into the ground and see how long. Now, they stay charged for four hours, but I mean, they're packing a lot of punch with this. That's pretty good, too. Four hours, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, so um, considering how small they are, and supposedly, too, you could use them just like the Bluetooth trackers. You could use them to take selfies. It's a selfie remote. <laughs> so go figure on that one, right? Yeah, really. I'm trying to figure out how you use it as a selfie remote. I, I, I have messed with it long enough to do sound because um, one, being an audio engineer, that's how it was the sound quality like. And I will tell you, I have gotten, I have a Bose. We, we talked about this. I went to a Bose uh, event at work and Bose gave everyone who attended a Bluetooth speaker that they make. $100 speaker. Right. Pretty good quality speaker. Um, I would, I would put this up against that Bose speaker with no problem at all. Now, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now, would I take this bitty boomer to the beach? No, because I don't think it's would survive if a wave hit it. Mm. I mean, I'm sure it would survive if it rained. You know, if you got, if you're out using it in the rain, but I don't think it would survive if you used it at the beach. But would I use it everywhere else? Yeah. Would I take it to work to use with my iPad or with my uh, computer for additional speaker? If I'm working on projects at a place where I know I could use a speaker? Of course I would. It's the same kicks. Would I take a couple to, like, if I knew I needed to set up some extra music for a party? Yeah, I'll take one or two and hook them up and go, here's your sound from the room. We don't need anything else. This is it. Hmm. And put one on one side of the room, one on the other side of the room. But if I can link more than two, they just say on the, on the box, it says pair, pair two, connect two for mind-blowing sound. If I could get more than two running at the same time put one in each corner you got the whole room filled yeah really so uh i, I think that's pretty cool i'm impressed with these and i can't wait to get uh casey who's the designer from bitty boomer bitty boomers on the show um and i really can't wait to do this video and really put these things to the test i want to know how they came up with the name that too <laughs> and, and i'm once i figure out how to do the selfie mode i am i think i'm going to seriously not only make this a review video but also make this a instructional video on how you do everything, which oh, I think I think they'll appreciate as well. Uh, mm. This is a pro you know me. I don't hyper product or a company unless I truly believe in it. Heroes and villains. <laughs> truly believe in it look at the products we have gotten from them great products awesome stuff um mimico back in the day when they were doing the usb drives and even the flash drives or uh oh yeah the uh even the power tubes you've got one boba fett one. yeah the backup those power tubes which are the backup batteries are awesome they're great i recommend people oh we can go to disney and get these fuel rods okay cool 
But before you go to Disney, why don't you spend that same amount of money on a Mimico one and you could get it in whatever character you want. And, and instead of having to worry about finding a machine after you leave Disney to replenish and get a new one, which they are now charging you like five bucks to get a replacement that's fully charged. When you do it, oh, five, of course they- now it's almost, I think it's like $5 to do a swap or a couple bucks to do a swap. You already have it. It's the exact same unit because I've seen the actual fuel rod. It's the exact same thing that Mimico's selling, except Mimico's has a character on it and you could recharge it whenever you need to at home because it's got the cables. It's got the recharge cables. Yep. You could recharge the fuel rod yourself if you wanted to and save yourself the money. But there are some people who just don't want to because either A, they don't know how or two, they're lazy and rather just go spend the money and do the swap out. It's not that hard to throw it on, a, attach it to your computer overnight or attach it to a AC, USB AC plug overnight and let it recharge. And a lot of hotels have USB ports built into lamp bases and you just plug in your USB into it and recharge it from that. It's not that hard, but it just makes me think some days. <laughs> But um, some great news, Hasbro and Disney extend strategic merchandising relationship for Marvel Star Wars franchises. Cool. Here's the official press release. Um, Hasbro and the Walt Disney Company today announced a renewal of Hasbro's rights under a strategic merchandising relationship for major Disney entertainment properties, Marvel and Star Wars. Under the Marvel license agreement, Hasbro will continue to develop a wide range of toys and games from Marvel's global universe of more than 8,000 characters. Really? 8,000? Which means that we haven't even touched. Crazy when you think about it. Yeah. So they haven't even really touched on the amount of characters that can be done as figures. Yeah. Um, and of course, this is including Iron Man, Spider-Man, Captain America, Black Widow, and Black Panther. The Star Wars license agreement includes the rights to toys and games based on entertainment like Star Wars The Clone Wars. New episode dropped as we're recording. Oh, that's right, yeah. I watched it this morning. That's the episode. Remember the trailer with Bad Batch? That Bad Batch group? Mm -hmm. This is their Mm -hmm. first episode. Ah. I want figures for these guys. (laughs) I really do. They're pretty awesome. Um, So, based on entertainment like Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and The Mandalorian, incorporating fan-favorite characters such as Jar Jar Binks. I mean, no, wait. The child from (laughs) from The Mandalorian, affectionately known as Baby Yoda. The agreements are multi-year agreements. The agreements cover Mm. entertainment release during their terms for the respective franchises, including all film and television properties, as well as properties from Disney+. Uh Uh-huh. Very good. Very good. We are pleased to build on our relationship with Disney and extend our agreement for Marvel and Star Wars franchises. Uh, Disney celebrated franchises. Uh, this is from Brian Goldner, uh, who is Hasbro chairman and CEO. Disney celebrated franchises are constantly ranked as top toy properties and provide <laughs> expansive content or for us to build upon for years to come. Our longstanding relationship with Hasbro has provided generations of Disney fans with quality play experiences 
said Ken Potrock, President, Consumer Products commercial, Commercialization, Disney Parks, Experiences, and Products. Basically, President of Merchandise. Um, continuing this... I doesn't say that's quite the title. <laughs> yeah. Continuing the successful collaboration with our Marvel and Star Wars franchises enables families and fans around the world to immerse themselves in our iconic stories and engage with our rich characters. Now, mind you, this agreement is for... Marvel and Star Wars. They're not talking anything about the Disney princesses or some of the other Disney properties. Why? Because it's okay with this whole thing. Disney has pretty much moved like their dolls from Mattel to Hasbro. I think that took place around 2017. I think right around Frozen. Yeah. So it's, uh, so that deal, I, I expect to get the same type of announcement in a couple of years for the other Disney properties. But I mean, the you right. know, for Marvel and Star Wars, I think Marvel renewed around the time that um, Star Wars renewed before Disney purchased. Mm. So, um, but no, this is all good news. Oh yeah, definitely. Now let's just get some of these prices down for the Marvel Legends and Black Series figs. Yeah, that would be nice. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Mm, that would be real nice. Yeah. Because personally, I absolutely love the Black Series. As an adult, I love the Black Series figures oh, yeah. more. Yeah. Um, as much as I love the three and three quarter figs, if I had to stop collecting those or just get those for Zoe, I would, I would get, um, uh, I, I would definitely get the, uh, whatchamacallit, I can't think. I would definitely get more Black Series because Black Series is, is almost, almost hate to, it's, it's almost like that's the adult figure right so i would definitely would love to get more black series because then i could be a little bit more limited like i still need to try and find and and, and not be paying a crap ton i still need to get triple zero uh, the black series oh, yeah i do not have triple zero i did not have that the cash it's like, that it's gonna be a challenge it's like i still want to mm-hmm. get i still want to get for zoe um, I want to get her Sabine and I want to get her Ahsoka. Those are going to be challenges in, in the Black Series. Those are going to be challenges. Yeah. So, so yeah. Unfortunately. That's where we stand with that. So I think that's great news. Yeah, I think so, too. So it's really good news. Uh, so I guess on to the next story. Well, speaking of good news. Um, all you Fortnite fans out there have some things to look forward to. All three. Of you. Uh, um, I actually have never played. Yeah, uh, no, probably more than that. <laughs> I think there's a lot of that. Yeah, I've never actually played the game, but I have it downloaded. It's not really my, my type of. I have it downloaded because I was going to try it, and I just never, mm. just never got there. Mm. Yeah, just not my type of game. But hey, no, whatever. If you like, I, that's cool. I've played PUBG on uh on my phone, which is a similar game. I haven't played that either. But yeah. Well, <clears throat> for those that do play, um, it looks like uh, the company that makes the game, Epic Games, is getting ready to add a big quality of life feature to the game. Uh, they just launched Chapter 2 of Season 2 this week, and uh, data miners have discovered <laughs> that Epic Games has quietly added locker loadouts to the game files. And that will let players create and organize different loadouts that can be named and favorited. 
Um, the feature isn't live yet, but um, the data miners, such as Hypex, have noticed that Epic Games is experimenting with the feature, probably to uh, get all the bugs out before they release the feature. Um, additionally, uh, they also found an icon for the upcoming proximity mine, and it looks like you'll be able to carry up to six of those at any given time. Again, that hasn't been confirmed, but through data mine links, it has been discovered. Um, so as I said, this week is they launched season two of chapter two, and that brings some new content with it, including some Deadpool content. That's interesting. Um, but of course, there are, as always, there are some issues with it, you know, things to work out. Right. So, uh, yeah, there you go. There's your news for Fortnite players. Again, not my type of game, but if you enjoy it, more power to you. I heard about this as part of the, uh, toy announcements and I'm working, uh, with the crew from Pop the Pop Insiders mm. about trying to get one of their editors on the show next week to do a so we could do a whole Toy Fair review since that's this oh, weekend. Cool. Mm. Um, but with all the Baby Yoda news, yeah. check the screen. This is from Loungefly. Of course, they make the mini backpacks. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. If I show this to my wife and daughter, I how much you want to make a bet? I'm going to end up owning one of these. <laughs> oh yeah, one of them have. It. And I went to double mm-hmm. check. Since this is does not say box launch or hot topic, this is going to be available everywhere, which means it'll be available at the parks. Oh wow! I'm scared. <laughs> I, but look how cute it is. Did, did I mention I'm scared? <laughs> Zoe already has a pork. She also has Doug from Up. <laughs> Melissa has the Figment 35th anniversary Epcot one, where it's purple with gold outline oh. figments. <clears throat> and the tag on it says Epcot 35 for the 35th anniversary of Epcot. And she's got Captain <laughs> Marvel, which is her in the red, blue, and gold. Which a lot of people come up to her. Oh, I love your Wonder Woman backpack. It's Captain Marvel. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> that she uses as her daily. This is going to end up in this house somehow. And I love how the zipper tag for the front pocket has a frog on. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Ah, don't fight it. Just, just accept a baby Yoda. I'm hoping if it is in the part, if it's sold on Disney property, that means I get my Disney discount on it. Mm. I'm not saying, but yeah. I'm saying. Just wait until she sees the animatronic Baby Yoda toy. <sighs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff I'm going. <laughs> Just wait till she sees. No, I don't want to wait till she sees. <laughs> I almost want to go. No, I don't want to wait until Melissa sees either. <laughs> because I know. Do you ever have that problem with your wife? You see something and you, and you just go, they're going to want it. <laughs> um, not usually, no. <clears throat> not like that anyway. <laughs> not like that anyway. Gee, thanks. <laughs> Glad to know I've got your support. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Always. And forever. <laughs> so, <sighs> camp. No. Oh, that was me mm-hmm. coming back. I thought you said believe. I just realized. No, nope, that was me coming back in my own ears. <laughs> I'm 
in trouble. I'm telling you. Um, but guess back to me. Uh, speaking of Epic Games, right? They're the ones who do uh, mm-hmm. Epic. The Epic Game Store has revealed its next free game, ooh, ooh, uh, which will be made <clears throat> available to all Epic Store users. I need to go back. Um, of course, it's going to be made available to all Epic Store users on February, the same day that Assassin's Creed Syndicate and Faria. Sure. Stop, stop being free themselves. Assassin's Creed Syndicate is free now. Uh, once it's yep. why do why do I not pay attention to the store more? <laughs> um. All right. This is ridiculous. I want to say I have one of the uh, Assassin's Creeds because they released it or uh, when um, Notre Dame caught on fire because uh, Unite was. Um, what should I call it? Unite was uh, Assassin's Creed. Unite had them going where you go through uh, through the cathedral at some point right, during right. the game. So they did yep. that as an honor. Right. Um, so for those who don't know, Inner Space is a exploration flying adventure game set in a world of inside out planets where gravity pulls outwards instead of inwards. Hmm. Uh, formerly, it was a Kickstarter title that debuted back in 2018 to a somewhat middling critical reception. Uh, it's currently available not only on PC, but PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Hmm. Cool. Uh, so according to... <clears throat> okay, so according to the official pitch for the game, your greatest journey is within. In the final days of the inverse, you must help archaeologists recover the last remaining memories before they're lost forever. Fly through ancient skies and abandoned oceans to discover the lost history of this fading realm where entire civilizations have died, yet their gods still wander. Inner Space is an exploration game set in the inverse, a world of inside-out planets where gravity pulls out instead of in. Um... It began as a project among college friends and evolved into a successful Kickstarter campaign in 2014. After years of development, Holly Knight is proud to welcome you to the inverse. Your greatest journey is within. So apparently Epic Game Epic Game Store gives out a free game every week. Sometimes it gives out multiple free games a week. All this with no strings attached as long as you're an Epic Store user, which costs nothing because you can hmm. download these games for free. I need to start paying attention to the store more. Yeah, apparently. So, because um, I'm afraid to know how many games have I missed. I know, right? <laughs> So what am I doing? As you're getting ready to read your next story or the next story, uh, I'm over there downloading um, Assassin's Creed. All right, then. Let's get to it, shall we? Sure. So if I were to ask our listeners, what was the best show of 2019? Mandalorian. Well, I don't really care what your answer would be because it was okay outside of Disney Plus. Close one, that's a close. Yeah, outside of Disney Plus. <laughs> I loved the Mandalorian, of course, but I have to go with Watchmen. Oh, it was great series. Uh, it was so excellent, so so excellent. Well, <clears throat> um, so there's some a little bit of good news, bad news here with Watchmen, but um, uh, this is in regard in regards to the Emmys. Um, of course, The Watchmen was based on the Alan Moore comic series from 1986 to 87, um, and it was billed as a drama series originally when it came out in October, but uh, it's, it was done by Damon Lindelof, 
And he he's kind of um, he's basically stated that he's not sure if there's going to be another season um, because he's not sure if he has another story to tell. Um, so hey, let me uh, ask this question. Do we need another season? I mean, I would well, I would enjoy yeah, it if it's done right. Right, right, right. The thing is, it was it was it was great and it had a great ending and everything, you know, it was it was if that's all there was, it was great. And I loved it. But that being said, I would certainly love to see more. So it's kind of a yes and no thing. Like if there's yeah. if we never see any more, then that was perfect. But it would be great to see more as well okay. if the stories is good. I I would agree, but also that would be a, that'll be a tough challenge because the that that first season set the bar very high. Yeah, it did. Yes, it did. Sorry, I interrupted. Mm. So no problem. So currently, uh, on the recent Blu-ray and DVD releases, it, it labels Watchmen as a limited series. And an HBO rep confirmed that the show is going to be submitted in the uh, limited categories during the upcoming 2020 Emmy season. Well, that's oh, cool. If they don't give that, yeah, if they don't give that show an, an Emmy, there's no justice. Um, so as I said originally, um, and originally it was pitched as a um, a regular series. And even in even when they pitch it to the Golden Globes, it was pitched as a full series. But um, th- the limited series races take place on a smaller playing field. So that kind of gives the show more chances to win, which is also good. Um, and HBO programming president Casey Bloys uh, was talking to, to uh, The Hollywood Reporter back in January and said, we're talking about that um, in regards to the Emmy category question. Originally, my hope was it would have been an ongoing series, but where Damon is thinking about it, I think maybe it's more like a Fargo where it comes back completely different. Now, there's another cool idea they could do with it as well. Yeah. Bring it back. It's still Watchmen, but it's a completely different story. Um, So as of right now, there's still no word on what's going to happen, if there will be another season. But uh, again, if there isn't, I'm fine with that. But I would certainly love to see more. Because it was it was just so uh, it was just so good so good yeah yeah it it was and and you just you can't can't run from that I guess not I guess not yeah <laughs> well I guess you can run this weekend because here at Disney it's the Princess Marathon half marathon weekend so so does that mean you have to run in a princess dress sure i don't know some people do but uh sticking with hbo and another great show uh fans got to got their best look at hbo's westworld season three trailer yay but that's not the only thing they released for fans who knew where to look now the series featuring sandy newton tessa thompson and Evan Rachel Wood is said to premiere next month and tide people over 
Uh, and to tie people over, HBO is conducting another alternate reality game to tease new details about the world outside of Delos, Delos's theme park. It mm. also hid a second trailer that reveals brand new footage from season three. Ooh, uh, so we're starting to see glimpses of what the storyline will be, uh, which seems to be expanding beyond the park to show how artificial intelligences or AIs are used throughout the world. As Wood's character Dolores finally breaks free of the park's confines and attempts to engineer a robot uprising, it looks like we'll see Newton Newton's Maeve and Jeremy Wright's Bernard oppose her efforts. Uh, Wood spoke about uh, season three teasing the mysterious orbs that contain the individual's host identities that Dolores smuggled out of the park. We do know that Dolores has taken a lot of pearls with her. Who are those pearls? I don't know. I know there is also a mystery pearl in the Hale body because once Dolores got out of Hale and rebuilt herself and rebuilt Bernard, she kept the Hale body and that Hale is going out into the real world with her. But we no, have no idea who's in there. She also wanted to tease the havoc that Dolores will wreck now that she has escaped from the park. Referencing the law of James Marsden's Teddy in season two. And if I remember right, Dana Dare suggested we try and get him on the show, which I still need to reach out to him. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, according to Wood, I think now season three, she'll be in the real world, apparently. And I think that's really going to be interesting for her because she's actually alone. Because unfortunately, through hard decisions that she's had to make, some may even some she may even regret. We've lost Teddy, which was devastating. So, uh, mm-hmm. Westworld oh. premieres on March 15th. I've been waiting for it to come back. March 15th. Excellent. March 15th. All right. I got to make sure I have it set to record. <laughs> so, you are up. Well, <clears throat> we have mentioned The Mandalorian, of course. Uh, definitely one of, one of the show that we love. Full of plenty of fun uh Easter eggs and other such things and surprises. And one of those surprises, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, um, we saw Grand Moff. Well, he wasn't a Grand Moff. What was he? Anyway, Gideon. Um, Mo- just Moff Gideon. Yeah, just Moff. That's right. He was just a Moff. Um, we saw Gideon at one point using a weapon that might seem kind of familiar if you've watched the Clone Wars. And that weapon is dun, 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 the Mandalorian Darksaber. Ooh. 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 Well, now you too can own your very own Mandalorian Darksaber. What? Let me explain. So <clears throat> there was uh, quite a few things revealed at the New York uh, 2020 Toy Fair, which uh, I think we're going to talk about after. And uh, Hasbro's public relation team sent along official high-resolution images and information on their new Darksaber electronic lightsaber. Um, So this is probably going to be extremely popular among fans. I know I kind of want to get one. I'm not sure what if it's made for kid hands or what, but (laughs) maybe instead of a Darksaber, it would be a dark dagger. But you, um, but you too could be leader of the free world, half tiny. <laughs> <clears throat> 
moving on. <laughs> um, so here is the official. <laughs> sorry, here is the official description of the Mandalorian dark saber electronic lightsaber. Um, it is uh, for kids ages five years and up. I'm up. Uh, the We're approximate retail yes, the, the approximate retail price is twenty nine ninety nine, and it will be available spring of twenty twenty. And in the Star Wars saga, this one-of-a-kind black-bladed lightsaber has been a symbol of Mandalorian power for generations. Imagine wielding a black-bladed lightsaber with exciting electronic light and sound effects. The Star Wars The Mandalorian Darksaber Electronic Lightsaber features electronic light effects, classic lightsaber effects, awesome battle sounds when kids swing the lightsaber, and crackling lightning sound and light effects when they hold down the button on the hilt. Imagine ruling over Mandalore with the Mandalorian Darksaber. Includes lightsaber and instructions. Requires three AAA batteries, which are included. <laughs> oh, available cool. at most major retailers. Yeah. <clears throat> and the thing does look pretty cool. There's some pictures here. And uh, yeah, I kind of want to get it. Although, again, I want to see what size it is. <laughs> if it's made for kids, then uh, yeah, it might be a little small, but still might be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I, I'm i looking at looking at this. I, I'd be curious. Twenty nine ninety nine is probably like the like the ones that are uh, the regular lightsabers that make sound. And it's maybe total mm. a 36 inch. Yeah, that, that would that sounds likely. Yeah, which is on the small end. Mm. But, the, but my whole thing is, if they've got this, why can't they for Galaxy's Edge? I understand there'd be a special blade made for it that would yeah, have, the, should, yeah, that, that, would have the, that could look like this, but be a light, light blue for the electric vibe from inside to, to give the electrical current thing mm. with the blade. Well, who knows? Maybe they will have one eventually at I would, some point. I would love to see this sold at Doc Ondar's because... I mean, this is one of those hilts. It's not round. It's a square hilt. Right. I would love to see this made mm. in, in a in a high-end legacy saber. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not saying, but I am saying. What are you saying? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> no. I, I, I told you I was saying, but not saying. You said that, yes. Okay. Uh, to continue on, uh, like I said, we're going to end up having, um, hopefully, I'm working on it, uh, hopefully we'll get um, someone from one of our new partners to come on and discuss a uh, toy fair with us next week. That'd be awesome. So, um, but talking about meeting, apparently there will be a Mandalorian and Baby Yoda meet and greet coming to the theme parks. Ooh. Now, according to Lucasfilm's Senior Vice President of Licensing, Paul Southern, at a special event ahead of Toy Fair. So the reality is we feel it's really important for our guests at the parks to be able to meet all of our key characters on first on a firsthand personal basis. So it's something we're working on. We think it's appropriate, and, and I think it's something that guests at the park can look forward to in the very near future. Now, I can attest to that this would next. Be cool. I can attest to this next statement. Um, nothing official has been announced by Lucasfilm or Disney. So, yes, this is speculation, but this is speculation coming from someone within the company. <laughs> it's not one of these. 
Disney blogger sites who think they know this is coming from a source within the company. I just said mm. Lucasfilm senior vice president of licensing. Is this an official release? No. This is just him saying we feel it's important and it's something we're working on and we think it's something that the guests at the parks could look forward to. Okay. Oh, definitely. Now, this would be interesting. Um, nothing official has been announced by Lucasfilm or Disney. Okay, so that's really not an official announcement, but that's very close. Uh, mm. But this would be an interesting meet and greet opportunity for guests visiting the parks, especially the new Galaxy's Edge theme areas at Disneyland and Disney's Hollywood Studios. It wouldn't be too difficult to get someone to play the Mandalorian since he never takes off his helmet. Though yeah. a fully animatronic Baby Yoda will cost much more for Disney need to make really but not really because that's the stuff we do all the time uh and i'm sure it was mm. probably already in the works um and i'm sure it was probably already in the works from lucasfilm so they could provide it with no issues um because that's how things work in the parks is the companies do help each other out but if they could get this into the parks before the second season hits disney plus in the fall it'd be extremely popular with guests so Here's my yes, question. I, I believe that. Which... I don't know if it exists this way in California, but we have something called Launch Bay here in Florida at Disney Hollywood Studios. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, which is where you can find the Death Troopers, where you can find Chewie, um, Darth Vader, Stormtroopers, um, Jawas, Boba Fett. This is where I expect to find Baby Yoda. Well, BB-8's there as well. But this is where I expect to find Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. Why, you say? Well, I'm glad you asked why. I wasn't expecting you to ask That's why. what I do. I wasn't expecting I was expecting our listeners, our citizens, to ask why. <laughs> Remember, citizen leads, being part of the revolution leads to citizenship. Um why? Because if the Mandalorian is in, and the meet and greet is in Galaxy's Edge, then they're stating he survives no matter what and is canon in Galaxy's Edge. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be... Because everything in Galaxy's Edge is supposed to be canon. Right. So right. if you now put a Mandalorian in Galaxy's Edge for a meet and greet, you're then saying... Mandalorian survived those 25 years and is a part of that timeline that of that universe. Cool. I like it. But the thing is, you couldn't put Baby Yoda there because you would have to age him appropriately to be mm-hmm. to be in canon for Galaxy's Edge. This is why the launch bay makes sense. Okay, yeah, I see and, what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, if we're keeping continuity, so mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to th- trying to find out uh, checking Disneyland because now Star Tours takes place before the original trilogy. Even though you have different options with your ride, you could do hmm. you end up in either a prequel trilogy set of adventure or an original trilogy set of adventure. So you could put him in um, what you call it. You could put him in uh, Star Tours area, hmm. but I have a little concern about that. I really do. I'm trying to see. And why is that? Well, I'm just concerned because at what? Well, I guess if it's it, it, if it's in the um, that time period, mm. then it works. <clears throat> but the thing is. <clears throat> California has a launch bay as well. Their launch bay is the same thing. So you meet Vader, you meet Chewie, original trilogy. He would fit there. No, honestly, he, if you're going to do the meet and greet, I think the launch bay is the best spot for him. <laughs> then you're not putting him in the sequel trilogy timeline. Right. 
especially if that's not even been addressed yet, is has he made it that far? Mm. That That's where I stand with it. So uh, hopefully that those are some good points. Maybe not. Sounds reasonable. <clears throat> Maybe not. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, moving right along. Da, 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 da. All right. Well, in more Star Wars news, so no. <laughs> Uh, the Rise of Skywalker is already set. We're going to get those jetty now. <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker is already set to come out on DVD and Blu-ray and digital. In fact, um, it arrives digitally in HD and Ultra HD and in uh, and via Movies Anywhere on March 17th. What about? Which is two weeks before the physical. Is, what about green discs? I don't see that listed. Oh, okay. Well, you said Blu-ray. I thought green disc might help, too. Nope. Not there. Sorry. Can't help you. <laughs> no, no Blu-rays, no green discs. I am no looking. I am. Theater. I am looking at this Build a Bear Baby Yoda that you stuff. Mm. This thing's cute. Uh, yeah. Okay, I got stuff. Um, oh, this T-shirt's awesome as well. Anyway, continue. So, two weeks after it comes out digitally, it will come out on physical media in 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD on March 31st. So, it will also contain a number of bonus features. We love bonus features, do we not? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, now, included in the bonus features, we have the Skywalker Legacy. The story lives forever in this feature-length documentary that charts the making of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Then we have the Persona Pursuit Creating the speeder chase. Dive into the making of the movie's epic land speeder chase and discover how this spectacular sequence was brought to the screen. Then we have Aliens in the Desert. See what it took to create the Pasana Desert scenes. From the sheer scale and complexity of the shoot to its colorful details. Next we have Dio, Key to the Past. A documentary about rock singer Ronnie James Dio. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, Dio, key to the past. Explore the ship that connects Ray to the mystery of her missing parents and get to know the galaxy's newest irresistible droid. Then we have Warwick and Son. Warwick Davis who played Wicket in Star Wars Return of the Jedi, dons the Ewok costume once more, this time joined by his son Harrison. That's nice. Then we have cast of creatures. The team behind the film's memorable creatures reveal the puppetry, makeup, prosthetics, and digital magic that bring them to life. That's one I would definitely be interested in. And then we have a digital exclusive bonus feature. Um, so this will not be on the DVD or Blu-ray Blu or Red Disc. Uh, the Maestro's Finale. Composer John Williams reflects on his body of work for the Star Wars saga and shares insights on scoring Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> so the... The Rise of Skywalker is going to be packaged in a few different ways, of course, to ensure fans get the most out of their at-home viewing experiences. 
The multi-screen edition includes Blu-ray and a digital copy, probably uh, giving viewers the flex, giving viewers the flexibility to watch the film on different devices. Those with 4K Ultra HD capability may opt for a 4K UHD Ultimate Collector's Edition, including 4K UHD Blu-ray and a digital copy. Uh, 4K Ultra HD provides four times the resolution of HD, paired with fully immersive picture and sound and Dolby Atmos audio, allowing viewers at home to practically feel the force. So, um, well, Rise of Skywalker is the first film in the mm. Star Wars franchise to be released in 4K in the 4K disc. Mm. Yes, however, uh, on March 31st. To coincide with the release of The Rise of Skywalker, eight Star Wars films are being released on 4K UHD for the first time. And that is, of course, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, and Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Okay. Hmm. I assume Solo and The Last Jedi will come out later at some point. In 4K. Probably. Ultra HD. I I have a 4K TV. Do you? Yeah. I like it, but I don't don't know if I'm... uh, But my Blu-ray player is... It's 4K streaming. So video streaming, it'll do 4K, Mm. but it only does Blu-ray discs. Hmm. I don't know if it... I still am not sure if I want to... I want to pay for a 4K player. Mm. And part of the reason why I say this is no TV cable company outside of streaming, no one does 4K. So any of your cable channels, there's most of them are still doing 720 unless it's live sports. Live sports is 1080. So, yeah. But even with my cable company, with their streaming app, everything's still 720 Hmm. or or the 1080. So, Um, well, to continue on, uh, fans can celebrate Star Wars all year long with new merchandise that's been revealed ahead of... New York Toy Fair. Sweet. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to make this real quick. There is a lot of the child merch, which is about time. Oh, yeah. But this should have been, hey, here's Toy Fair. And guess what? This stuff's going to drop in the next two weeks. But we're still looking end of end of May, beginning in June before a lot of this drops. Mm. On top of the new stuff that's dropping for Clone Wars, which I'm still not seeing figures for uh, for the bad batch. I'm just not. Um, but a lot of the stuff's coming out in the spring. Lego's going to have, um, well, let's, let's start off with this. From the Mandalorian, we have the child animatronic edition toy. This thing's going to be 60 bucks. <laughs> Not coming out until fall. Oh, my Lord. I've seen the pictures. This thing's pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's really cool. It, it's scary how almost realistic to the show it is. Mm. Uh, Build-A-Bear has announced uh, its plush for the child. Adorable. Uh, Mattel as wait is this Mattel? Uh, I'm not I th- sure. I think so. This looks like the Mattel plush that they have. Uh, it's the eight inch basic plush. Also, yeah, adorable. yeah. This is the Mattel one. Um, from Lego. Oh my God, this looks mm. nice. Yeah, it does. I don't want to pay the price for it. 
the Star Wars Mandalorian, the Razor Crest. And I have seen people with make the uh, it's my own creation or mock sets. And mm. I, I will admit the mock sets seem a lot better than what this is. But even for this, a hundred and thirty bucks US. Yeah. Uh, and then they're also making uh, the brickheads as well. Yeah, those are I love the brickheads. I'm gonna definitely get the brickheads. And the uh, the Razor Crest comes with some cool minifigures as well. Yep, uh, IG Eleven um, comes with Baby Yoda, Scout Trooper, the Mandalorian, and Carl Weathers character. Yeah, look how tiny that Baby Yoda man- yeah new figure is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I had, get lost easily. <laughs> yeah, well, um, there is a Mission Fleet Mandalorian Battle for the Bounty figure and vehicle. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's going to retail for about fifteen bucks, and it's part of that Mission That's Fleet. It's part of that Mission Fleet line where the characters kind of have a uh, cartoonish vibe to them, mm. which is pretty cool. There is a. Yeah. Mandalorian edition of Operation, <laughs> which we have, we have an R two D two, we have a Chewbacca version. I could see, oh, dude. yeah, dude. I could potentially see us getting this one too. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, this game would be fun to get, and that's yeah. Trouble Mandalorian edition. Yeah, uh, we talked about this, I believe, last week on the show. The Vintage Collection Imperial good. Troop Transport. Yes, please. Ah, so so cool. Uh, another child plush, a third child plush that comes plushes out everywhere. Then there's a talking plush toy. No. <laughs> then there's which a, also comes with a little frog. Yeah. Then there's the child six and a half inch figure. Mm-hmm. Then there's the black series child figure. Ah, there we go. Ten bucks. I I definitely see my daughter getting this. She's okay. got all the. She, yeah. she has eight. Pa- she has eight two packs of porks. She's going. <laughs> I, if we ever find him, I would love to get more. Oh, we, we poured her out last year for Hanukkah in 2018. And between Hanukkah and Christmas and Santa, she ended up with eight packs of porks. And, oh, getting a pack for good grades, too, for making honor roll last year for the first wow. first time for last school year. So, yeah, there is the Bounty uh-huh. Collection Child 2.2-inch collectibles. Those are adorable. And I believe these are two packs. Looks like it, yeah. And one of them has has a frog in mouth. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be the two pack that my daughter's going to want. And she's going to end up with it while I'm ending up with the one of him reaching, which I may put him by the computer as if he's reaching to turn the computer monitor off. <laughs> uh, the I, main, think he's, I think he's supposed to be using the force in that one. Could be. This next one is on my list because it's from my one of my favorite companies. I want this Mandalorian Art FX Plus from Kotobayuka. Yeah, it's pretty cool. As this is the next IG11 as well. Oh, this thing's awesome. awesome. Between oh. the, between the two though, I want the Mandalorian first. That thing's mm. gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. I like them both, but and I guarantee you, these are going to be. Uh, I, I'm guessing they're going to be around a hundred bucks, anywhere between sixty to a hundred bucks, anywhere between sixty to a hundred bucks, which is which is about right for uh, for them. There will be a child supersized ten inch pop vinyl from Funko. Yes, that's thirty bucks, I believe. Yeah, and then there's. A uh, bunch more pops. There's going to be. Uh, they're saying these are already available. Some regular size baby. Yeah. yeah. 
There's uh, the Mandalorian on one of the Blurgs, and there's the uh, uh, the Armorer pop that Emily Swallow was talking about. Yes, a, a covert Mandalorian, a Mandalorian, uh, the heavy gunner Mandalorian, Q90, mm. the uh, flame trooper, an off-world Jawa, the client, and uh, <laughs> um, Carl Weathers' character. I cannot remember his name. So you could get the Armorer, the Jawa, at least, and say and say. Uh, and say we have two of our guests from Wookiee Radio there. That's true. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead some because there's the Mandalorian, the child, Bitty Boomer. going to be <laughs> tiny size, huge sound. <laughs> Not kidding when they say huge sound. Sings awesome. <laughs> He's so cute. And then we talked about the, the child cradle mini backpack. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. 80 bucks for this thing. It's going to end up in my bag. Or end up in this household. This one I'm afraid of. Oh, my. The child cereal. <laughs> of course. <laughs> my sister-in-law sent us at Christmas Star Wars cereal. Oh, my God. It was the nastiest tasting stuff. Yeah. From General Mills. I'm so, yeah. I am so yeah. afraid to try this. This looks like uh, <laughs> sugar pops with marshmallows. Yeah. Mm-mm. Then we have Starberry Sensation Mandalorian Fruit Roll-Ups. <laughs> from Ruby. <laughs> From Ruby's, the child toddler costume. <laughs> uh, from Funko as well, some Funko tees. These look pretty cool. Mm. I like that this is the way tee. Yeah. That one looks cool. nice. Uh, from Aquarius, yeah. a Mandalorian and child 52 playing card deck. This this looks pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, a child, uh, the child necklace. Uh, this doesn't say who. Oh, it's from Rock Love Jewelry. And then from uh, Love Pop, a child pop-up card. <laughs> and then now available at Acme Archives is a uh, the child print called An Un- Unlikely That's Friend. Really nice. uh, it's a Complicated Profession by Cliff Cramp. Uh, uh, Christopher Clark cool. has the Unlikely Friend print. Uh, the next one's really cool, too, because it's a nice take of the original yeah. Boba Fett print with, where you see Han Solo and Carbonite in the visor. It's called No Love for the Empire by Christian Wagner. And this has uh, the helmets on the pikes. Mm. There's Mandalorian pop grips. A Mandalorian poster book from Shop Disney, which I think, this is the book I think it is. My daughter has this book because she got it through her scholastic um, school school thing. Um, And I just lost where I accidentally closed the window. Um, What am I missing? Okay, wait, I need to get down to it. The poster book. Man, there's a lot here. Yeah. There's the bitty boomer. There's the gross cereal. There's the roll-ups, shirts, cards, the prints, uh, the poster book. Then the Mandalorian costumes. There's <laughs> shirts and hats. Uh, I'm not sold on the hat, but yeah, yeah. some of these shirts I, I like. I like yes, the I, I like the one that's you, the three poses. That's the sleep, eat, attack. Oh yeah, I like that shirt. Yeah, yeah, that one's cool. Um, I like the one that's on the far right, second row, where it's got the little almost like triangle peaks in the lines with Baby Yoda on the on the right hand side of the shirt. That one looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there is a Mandalorian scene laptop case. A it's really nice um, painted scene. Yeah. A Mandalorian hardcover journal with foil embossing. 
Um, Boy, they went all out with this. Yeah, Mandalorian, Mando, and Child at Dusk poster. This poster oh, looks like kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mandalorian, the Child premiere bookmarks. <laughs> They're cute. There's an official photo from Tops. Then we get into the Clone Wars. Hey, look, there's hey. a there's a good picture of the dark saber to give you an idea of how big this is. Or it's mm-hmm. not. You still want it now? I think so. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It's it's not a dagger in our hands, but it's no. It's going to be a bit on the short side. It's like what we talked about. It's the smaller, right? Uh, Galaxy of Adventures, which I think is what that Mandalorian set is up above with with the uh, with the Mandalorian on the speeder bike with with the pod. I think it's that Galaxy of Adventures figure because this is what the Ahsoka looks like or is from, and the Mandalorian and that stuff looks like it's from this. Mm. So there's a um, Galaxy of Adventures five inch Ahsoka, a five inch Ahsoka's clone trooper, um, a mission fleet Ahsoka Tano aquatic attack. See, it does come from that. Um, Mission fleet Anakin Skywalker Jedi Starfighter. A Captain Rex clone combat mission fleet. There's a standee uh, official photo, and that's it. So I'm hoping the rest of this weekend they they release pictures of uh, the Bad Bash crew, because I I would love to see it. Maybe. So that's what we can hope for. So a couple more stories before we exit. See what I did there? Segway. Very nice. Very nice. Well, this is going to be a quick one because there's not a lot of info on it, but... uh... In a uh, kind of shocking bit of uh, a shocking event, uh, longtime DC co-publisher Dan DiDio is no longer with the company, which is crazy. Um, originally, um, comicbook.com listed it, said he was removed from his position, but then they later uh, uh, changed that in the article. So <clears throat> we're not sure exactly what happened, uh, but it has been confirmed that he is no longer employed by DC. Um, and apparently it came suddenly because according to participating retailers, DiDio was posting to a retail only Facebook forum on behalf of DC as late as this morning um, as we record this on Friday the 21st. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, not only that, but freelancer creators have reported working with the deal on DC projects Friday morning as well this morning. And he was also just recently announced to appear at next weekend's C2E2 for several panels, including a meet the DC publishers panel um, with Jim Lee. So whatever happened, um, <clears throat> it ends an 18 year run at DC. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he joined the company in January of 2002 as vice president of editorial while co-writing Superboy. Then in 2004, he was promoted to VP executive editor. And then in 2010, he and Jim Lee took over DC's publisher title following the retirement of Paul Levitz. And over the years, he has moonlighted as a writer for DC on several occasions including for the currently running Metal Men 12-issue series. So we don't know exactly what happened. I'm sure more news will come out in the coming days. But yeah, Dan DiDio is out. Kind of makes you wonder, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, how about some fun with this one? 
We don't talk about this <laughs> often, but it's still appropriate. KFC to roll out chicken and donut sandwiches nationwide. Holy moly. Uh, last year, KFC tested a sandwich that include, included the fried chicken smashed between two donuts that served as the bun of a sandwich. Now the joint is rolling <laughs> out with this all around the country. Uh, they will be available starting February 24th. Note, this is not permanent and will only be available through a limited time through March 16th. So, Good to know. <laughs> um, option, they will be offered two ways. First, as a basket meal, including either chicken on the bones or extra crispy chicken tenders with one donut, or you could get just the <laughs> sandwich with extra crispy chicken strips. The options start at Five ninety nine, and yes, you'll be able to order the same donut a la carte should you desire. Wow. This may be worth saying I tried it once. Is this KFC <laughs> getting back at Popeye's for their chicken sandwich? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then that on top, cr- then I'm loving this uh, story headline that's right next to it. McDonald's to release candles that smell like a quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah, I saw that. Those. <laughs> Great. I saw that story. That's all I need is the candles are sesame seed bun, ketchup, onions, (laughs) fresh beef, pickles, cheese. Uh, I'm going to say hold the pickles on mine. Um, But I want to know as where's the grease smell? Uh, Other bits of quarter pounder merch that McDonald's have released include uh, quarter pounder mittens um, in 2020, a 2020 quarter pounder calendar. Where was this and why did I miss it? A quarter pounder with love locket. So you can keep a picture of your favorite quarter pounder close to your heart. Uh, a four, a quarter pounder fan club t-shirt. Where's this t-shirt? Um, I'd rather be eating a quarter pounder sticker. A quarter pounder fan club pin. A mini reminder that the quarter pounder is anything but subtle. Where is this quarter pounder fan club located and how do we join? I have to look around for it. I am searching YouTube right I'm now. I'm sure we can find it. You <laughs> mean McDonald's does not actually have a site for their quarter pounder fan club? Wow. You got the Golden Arches Unlimited, which is the official shop for all your McDonald's clothing and merchandise needs. And this <laughs> is where the quarter pounder fan club. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's where it, what it is. This is where I know the calendar is 25 bucks. <laughs> the mint is 25 bucks. The T-shirt is 25 bucks. I seriously want one. I'm starting to see a pattern there. Here's the thing that sucks. Come on, McDonald's. You know your you know your audience of who comes into your shops. Largest size in your T-shirt is an XL. Please, <laughs> please. I, that's bias now. I, I'm just saying. Yeah. There's bias now. What are they thinking? <sighs> They're not. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Hey, you could get a Happy Meal t-shirt, but I bet you the large that comes in a 2X and a 3X. Where's my <laughs> fan club t-shirt? There's a McDonald's nickname t-shirt, and it says Mickey D's, McDonough's, McCaw's, McD's, McDo, which I've only heard of two of these, McD's and Mickey D's. I've never heard of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And that comes in a 2X. Well, you're getting a little closer there. There's a zipped hoodie. It comes up to 3X, and it's got sesame seed print inside the inside of the hoodie. <laughs> All right. Can we can we say they've upset upset? They have a Big Mac journal so. and a McFlurry journal. 
<laughs> they have pop sockets. A happy meal smile and sesame sesame seed pop socket. There is a golden arches stainless steel tumbler. Wow. If you take it to McDonald's, is it refillable for free? Yeah. Probably not. I wish it was for twenty bucks. Mm. Here's here's something mm. for the two here's something for the two of us. Derek, McDonald's hair ties. <laughs> Just what I've been looking for. I could really use it to hold my hair back. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it'll, it'll stop getting in your face all the time while we record. <laughs> yep. I'm upset about the fan club t-shirt only comes in XL. Largest is an XL. <laughs> I am seriously upset about this. Because if it had I a three, tell. if it was a three X, I would be seriously considering ordering it. <laughs> no. Um, and then from upbeat news, I think we're going to go through these quickly because, well, I can't believe we've been on the, we've been recording for as long as we have. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say the time because whatever time I give is not how long the show actually is after I get done editing um, or at least stripping out silence. But um, upbeat has the most uh, most disturbing films ever made. They say everyone needs a good scare once in a while, and these movies surely satisfy that craving. Uh, some films are on this list are so disturbing, uh, they will just give you the chills. Uh, so they start off with Get Out. This was Jordan Peele's direct directorial debut, and he nailed it. It was a good movie. Rosemary's Baby. That's certainly disturbing. Yeah. Uh, next page. Wait, no. House. House is a Japanese cult classic released in 1977. It's half animated, half live action, and completely, totally bizarre. Leave it to the Japanese. It's actually labeled as a horror comedy starring all amateur actors. I think this is something you need to watch for Keepers on the Fringe. Keepers of the Fringe. We watched, we did watch some Jap, a Japanese, I don't know if it was that one or not, but we did watch a really weird Japanese movie one time. Well, in Japan, it's called Hasu, H-A-U-S-U. Hasu. And maybe this is one that also should be on Keepers. Rubber. No, it's not the it's not a silly comedy like Flubber. It actually follows a bloodthirsty tire that had a crush on a real human woman. Yeah, that one sounds weird. Alien. Oh, that's a great one. Eraserhead. Uh, Eraserhead's good. I've never actually seen Eraserhead. Oh, wow. Uh, Jacob's Ladder. Uh, a Clockwork Orange. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. Akira. I uh, love Akira. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping they don't screw up like they did with Ghost, Ghost in the Shell. I mean, the live action uh, Ghost yeah. in the Shell was good, but considering it's supposed to be a live action remake of the original source material, it fell major flat. Yeah. I'm hoping Akira does not go that same way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Videodrome. Oh. That's pretty good. They Live. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Yes. With, with Rowdy Piper. And of course, the best yeah. line. I need to get the sound clip of him doing it for the show. I've come here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Love that movie. I would yeah. love to I would love to see a a sequel take place in current time. I don't want to see a remake. I want to see a sequel. Hmm. Uh Annihilation. This came out in twenty eighteen. It stars Natalie Portman not- and Gina Rodriguez. I want to see it, but I haven't yet. Uh, Saw. Here's a little interesting thing. Mm. 
the uh, creators behind Saw used to be owners of the Tampa Bay Lightning at one point. Huh. Yeah. Uh, the Shining. Uh-huh. No, self-explanatory. Sure, the, sure. The, the Witch, but it's spelled um, like double V's to give it a more different look. So like mm. the mm. the Vitch, the Vitch. Um, uh-huh. They say it was only available on Netflix. Um, and it's authenticity to the time period and it's late, um, and the leg shaking scary plot is, uh, what shocked audiences. Hmm. Uh, the ring. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> the Babadook. I haven't seen that either. It follows. I haven't seen that either. Uh, antiviral. I haven't seen that either. <laughs> we need to talk about Kevin. I haven't seen that either. Excision. Nope. Um, the Vanishing. Creep. Hannibal. Uh-huh. Strain. The Strangers. Enemy. Green Room. Wow, there's a lot on this list, huh? The End of Evangelion, which is anime. Hmm. Perfect Blue, which is anime. The House That Jack Built, Bite. Yeah, this list is for as long. Revenge. (laughs) The Green Inferno. I'm not even going through half of the uh, descriptions. Raw. There's one that piques your interest, so I'll, I'll read it. Hereditary, a Serbian film. Oh, I've heard that one's, yeah. <clears throat> Chris and I, we're going to watch it someday for Keepers of the Fringe, but we can't bring ourselves to watch it because we've heard how crazy it is, uh, <laughs> how disturbing it actually is. So. Meet the Feebles. <laughs> Covers topics like lust, drug use, terminal illness, war, greed, and if you can believe it, golf. <laughs> if you have the stomach for the nastiest puppet movie ever created, give this one a watch. Okay, then. Mother from mm. 2017. Caliglia. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever seen that one? No, I haven't. It was a penthouse movie. I mm. remember right. This film was made to accurately attempt to depict the life of Caliglia, Caliglia, one of the rulers of the Roman Empire. This was originally political satire, but turned into something much more unsavory. One of the original directors disavowed the film, and it's banned in several countries. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty out there. Human Centipede 2. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't have any interest in watching any of those. I think that's up there with two two girls, one cup. <laughs> Veronica. It's a 2018 hmm. Netflix original. The Martyrs. Uh, according to Upbeat, they recommend you watch the American version of this film before you watch the original French. Uh, Martyrs, really? it, Martyrs is a film that gives even the biggest horror fans the heebie-jeebies. If you're spooked by torture and brutal mur- murders, yeah. you may want to skip this one. Sounds mm-hmm. like it could be right up Chris, uh, Chris's alley. Yeah, maybe. The Woman. <laughs> <laughs> The Bunny Game. They say this may be one of the scariest movies ever made. Every single thing that happened in this film actually happened to the protagonist and co-creator, Roldine Gestic. Aside from the on-camera drug and alcohol abuse, every event in this film was experienced by Gestic, and she has the scars to prove it. You shouldn't, you should watch this film, but you shouldn't enjoy it. Huh. Okay, curiosity peaked. Baskin, uh, the most accurate depiction of evil since the movie Hellraiser. Hmm. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Uh, Heard about it, but uh, Gummo. Huh. Uh, the Girl Next Door. It's loosely based on a true crime case from 1965 where a girl named Sylvia Likens was tortured and killed by her next door neighbor. Hmm. Hey, it sounds like a perfect film for a first date. Yeah, really. Uh, I Spit on Your Grave. Oh, I remember this movie. I did not know it was based on a true event. Uh, Good night, mommy. Uh, Pig. Oh, why can't they go back to giving me two two movies a page? I know, like right? I, like I started off. Uh, Antichrist. 
I know you, I know you're going to be coming back to this link later for keepers going I need to transpose <laughs> this over to the keepers page so we have show ideas uh audition it's a 1999 Japanese cult classic hmm. um attack of the adult babies okay that's got me scared <laughs> this film is a disturbing portrayal of the actions of unusual adults as they transform from adult babies into disgusting pig creatures <laughs> Uh, this picture they use has got me scared. A field in England, uh, Valhalla Rising. I'm about ready to stop this list. Snowtown, The Act of Killing, uh, Natural Born Killers. Oh, such a great movie. Oh, yeah. One of, one of Woody Harrelson's best films, I think. Funny Games. Yeah, it was a crazy one. 120 Days of Sodom. Oh, jeez. Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, I've heard of that one. This movie, like Blair Witch, was masqueraded as a found footage film. Uh, they did such a good job of making this look like such look like such that the director got arrested on obscenity charges and then arrested for murder. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's it. Because the next one is long lost treasure tunnels reveal a secret that will shock you. <laughs> yep, we're done. <laughs> so that is that. How disturbing. How disturbing. So um, at this point in time, any final thoughts since we've really we haven't had a guest for a while. So we really just let loose. Yeah. Uh, nope. I got nothing left. <laughs> I got nothing myself. So only one thing left to be asked. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. You owe me for one jelly donut! <laughs> <laughs>